Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harridge here with your daily VRE Investing Podcast. We tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRE Investing System as our guide. If you've been with us a while, you know that we've been at 10 out of 12 VRE screens bullish now since May of last year. And uh, that means you back up the truck on pullbacks. We just had the pullback. It was called the coronavirus. And uh, now it's off the races again. Dow Jones uh, up 115 points today at 29,348. That was our laggard on the day. Our leader on the day was the NASDAQ, closing at an all-time high, another all-time high, up 84 points at 98.17. That's up uh, 9 tenths of 1%. S&P 500 also closing at an all-time high of 15 points at 33.86, and Russell 2000 up a half a percent, closing at 16.92. Markets that go up on bad news want to go higher still. It's an age-old investing adage. It, uh, it's applied my entire 35 years in the business. It's one of the signs you look for. It's called the wall of worry. We've had the corona with Lyme virus. We've had a China implosion. We've had... Uh, the election coming up, of course, everyone's saying now that, well, Bloomberg, maybe Bernie can beat Trump. So that's our wall of worry, and it's been a good one, and the markets climbed it as, as powerful bull markets do. Um, I want to tell you, uh, share with you a couple things that we uh, told our clients today that <clears throat> we find very interesting. I want to read you a list, and <clears throat> these are, in just the last three years, these are the issues that the perma bears and the CNBCs of the world had said we're going to crash the market. Let me read it to you because the same people said each of these things. I got a list of about nine things. I'll read them quickly. If Trump wins, the markets crash. Trump derangement syndrome. Russia, Russia, Russia. Walls closing in. Trade war. Global depression. Inverted yield curve. Calamity. Recession, recession, recession. Coronavirus, a global pandemic. If you notice the pattern there, the market went up on all these, but the media freaked out. My observation as, as, as doing this again, 35 years as a professional investor, observe what the media is hyperventilating about, then take the exact opposite position of their fear and their propaganda. We saw it for, what, two years with trade war hysteria? You know, um, the media, folks, it's a psyop. It's a psychological operation. It's a tool of government and the elite to achieve their goals. Don't be a sheeple. Don't buy into it. If you don't listen to us, find somebody that you trust, someone that you believe is a smart money, and learn to think as a contrarian. Because if you don't, you'll always be buying high and selling low. And that's our short lesson of the day. The other thing that really is just, it's just, it's just, it's stunning. I, I don't know even know, know how to put this into words to tell you the truth. Here we have, <clears throat> over the last month, the NASDAQ has jumped 4%. All-time highs again today. And at the same time, based on corona, corona with Lyme virus, the fear and greed index has fallen from 89 a month ago, greed, to 50. So the NASDAQ's gone 4%. S&P 500's gone up 3.5%, both at all-time highs. And the fear and greed index has fallen from a reading of 89 to 50 You have to understand the significance of this. There is no bigger buy signal than the human behavior that we're we're witnessing right now with investor sentiment. 
this bull market will start showing us its wear and tear when horrible news barely impacts these sentiment surveys. So let's say we're up to 40,000 in the Dow next year. That, that's, about, that's about right. We're 40,000 in the Dow next year, and we have a bad event. But the sentiment indexes barely budge. And you don't hear fear-mongering on TV. You hear all the money managers coming on saying, we are buying this dip because this market's going higher. That's when we'll be concerned. But when the market rises 4% in a month and and these sentiment indexes fall apart into bearish territory, that is not the sign of a market top. uh, For some people, this is a simple concept to understand. For others, it's something you struggle with because we watch the news, we listen to the so-called experts, and we, we, we act on their so-called wisdom. And, folks, there's a reason that 90% of all money managers underperform the stock market, get beat by the stock market year after year. Our views, unchanged. Dow Jones, 50,000 plus, probably 60,000 plus by the end of about 2024. Any pullbacks we get, it's buy the dip. Find your favorite stocks. Find your favorite investments, the ones that go up with the bull market move. You want to buy stocks that that go up. For example, today, the semiconductor index was up 2.6%. Right, It was our leader on the day. Semis lead tech. Tech leads the market. It may feel like you're buying some of these stocks at nosebleed territories, but you're not. They're going a lot higher. That's what they're telling you. When when groups hit all-time highs, that means there is no resistance. That means they can only keep going higher. Not, you know, again, you can always have a black swan event, what have you, but it tells you there's no resistance. There are no sellers left. There are only buyers to propel it higher. We've seen the same thing in Tesla, closing up another 7% today to 920. As Kathy Woods said a couple of days ago, 18 sell recommendations, only seven buy recommendations. The haters are still in this stock, are still out of it, right? The short's still short more than 20% of the outstanding shares. The stock only feels like it's high. This is a structural bull market. Global liquidity has never been higher. Global wealth has never been greater. That money is coming into the U.S. markets because we are the place to be. That's also why bond uh, yields will continue to fall. Makes no sense for our 10-year to yield 1.5% when globally, Europe and Japan, rates are negative. That means tons of international money will keep uh, flowing into U.S. debt, pushing those rates lower. That also propels the market higher because of the TINA principle. There is no alternative forcing money into equities, uh, both U.S. and international. But again, until sentiment starts getting frothy, until sentiment starts getting euphoric, where investors believe the market can't fall, And that's not what investors believe today at all, folks. We just covered that. Until that day comes, this bull market, we believe, has only one direction to go, and that is higher, much, much higher. Okay, let's talk about uh, the internals today. First of all, the sector watch. Today we had 7 out of 11 S&P 500 sectors close higher on the day, led by energy and technology. Energy, again, Jim Cramer gave up on, on, uh, on oil and energy stocks. 
at the exact low. He said they were over, in his words, quote, over. Since then, they've been on a tear. Oil's up, uh, was up another, uh, we'll cover that in just a moment. But again, the group moved, moved nicely today. And financials were strong as well, up eight tenths of 1%. Our, our loser on the day was real estate, down 1.3%. Uh, in the internals today, again, we watch these closely. Um, interesting. Again, even during the coronavirus, we never had negative internals. I mean, they might have been slightly negative, but uh, we've now had 47 consecutive days where uh, 52-week highs have beaten 52-week lows. They did it again today by more than 400 issues. Just this is – you're not seeing under the hood. You're not seeing any of the reasons or any of the signs that this market wants to slow down. And again, markets arise on bad news. What do they want to do? Keep going higher. Advanced decline was one and a half to one positive. Volume was right at right at two to one positive. So internals were quite good today. Uh, and our sector, excuse me, commodity watch. Wow, this move in gold is real. Gold's at sixteen hundred and fifteen dollars an ounce, uh, up eleven and a half dollars. That's approaching seven year highs. Last time it traded at this level was April of two thousand thirteen. This is a breakout. Uh, silver also up even more today. Silver up 1.3% at 1839, deeply undervalued still. Um, miners, for, for back-to-back days now, uh, gold, silver, and the miners have e- all closed back-to-back days uh, right at their highs of the day. Strong surges into the close. That's a smart money hour. That's a major buy signal for, for traders. This group is breaking out. You want to keep buying it on pullbacks. Uh, again, the miners today outperformed gold, even though gold was up a half, just over a half percent. The miners were up 1.8 percent. So what do you have? Better than three to one outperformance there. Anything over one and a half to one is a buy signal. Three to one, big buy signal. Um, but the the leverages in the miners, that's where the, the the real money will be made. But of course, you want to hold the the the, the physical gold and silver as well. Uh, uh, and again, this group, we believe, has hit a lot higher. 1700 in the near term, $2,000 announced by year end. That's been our target for some time. Um, finally today, uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, oil. Oil today uh, trading up uh, $1.20 a barrel, up 2.3%, 53.25. Again, right as Jim Cramer went bearish, the classic bottoming signal, that was it. He said this group was over. We believe this group is. We believe the global inflation trade is now kicking in. This is going to be a powerful global economic recovery. Oil will participate. Energy stocks even more so. Finally, Bitcoin trading at ten thousand one thirty one, down thirty seven to Bitcoin. Folks, hope you have a great day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.